Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Jabba the Pod. Bright suns and welcome to Sci-Fi Wire's Jabba the Pod, our weekly Star Wars podcast where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away. Every generation has a legend, every legend has a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, disgraced former Jedi and Force mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me, as always, are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turn droids rights activist Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the man who lets us record on his starship the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, captain of the Starbinger Matt Romano. Reporting for duty. Also with us is our very own protocol droid Y1RZZ human podcast relations, a.k.a. Wires. Hello, sir. I, I, I must inform you that I have received many more transmissions from the Hut clan, all growing in anger, and they have said that because you are not celebrating the Huts enough, they are going to stop hiding you all from the First Order. This will now leave you vulnerable to the First Order. Ah, they're bluffing. I mean, we're not getting attacked now, are we? Right? I don't see any out the window. But... Yeah, I think we're fine, Wires, but thank you. All right, now, on to some quick news before we get into the real meat, the real bantam meat of this episode. Um, the ride, the experience, Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. You're welcome, Disney. Um, is now open at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Orlando, Florida, and it will soon be open in Disneyland. First reactions to this ride are saying it's one of the most innovative and ingenious theme park attractions of all time, if not the most. People are, are going nuts over this thing. I mean, the new animatronics that they've created for it are blowing people away. Story-wise, it takes place between Last Jedi and before Rise of Skywalker. All of our new heroes are in there making appearances. We can't wait to get on this thing, personally. I mean, I know we all have colleagues that might be there at this very moment. Who have and told me about how really cool all of the animatronics are and how creepy they are and how realistic it looks. And I'm not jealous at all. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. We're You're happy fine. for you. Is that looking realistic? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's blowing It's blowing minds. Uh, you could say. But to read more about this new ride and all of its technological achievements, etc., visit SciFiWire.com. Some sounds on this ride and out and about in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in general come from Skywalker Sound. And our new friend of the show, Blake Collins of Skywalker Sound, was part of that team. We interviewed him this past week. And to catch up on that, a special bonus episode with Blake Collins from Skywalker Sound. A delightful gentleman. A delightful gentleman. Um, Check that out in our regular feed. Now, we'll get to more on all of that later. But for right now, we've got Chapter 5 of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. To discuss, as usual, it just hit Disney Plus this morning which is November 6th. We're going to break it all down and discuss the Karkin Criff out of it. Now, there's going to be some hot new canon 
coming at you. And when we do, we'll be firing off our trusty Canon Cannon. Now, I've been neglecting the Canon Cannon a little bit. I mean, we all, we all have. Uh, so, it's not just you. But we I, have to take some blame. Yeah, here. so, but I am on the trigger this week. Worry not. Not too uh, close, please. Not too close. I know. I know you. Okay. You especially were very worried about the okay. ca- what was going on with the Canon Canon. But all we're right. all okay. We're all fine. We're all fine here. It's now. very expensive. Thank you. How are you? Um, we're also going to have some hot takes along the way. So when we do, we will sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Before we get to any of that, however, if you haven't seen this episode yet and don't want to be spoiled, we're going to help you out and sound the spoiler klaxon. All right, punch it. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Okay, The Mandalorian Chapter 5, as we said, released very early in the morning on December 5th, 2019, directed by Dave Filoni, and this time, written by Dave Filoni. First time, yeah, Yeah. first time someone other than Favreau has written an episode. I didn't know that was happening. I didn't know that was happening either. And now we do. Um, It's 35 minutes long. Uh, so not our longest episode, but also not our shortest. The recap, as we've come to respect, reminds us that everyone and anybody in the, pretty much the galaxy is now looking for Mando and the child. I'm going to try and make the child happen yeah. today. Okay, we're going to say try, the I'm child. Gonna, I, I, I'm going to try. Okay, okay. You guys don't you, have You that. can try. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to. We'll see how long that lasts. I respect your journey. Um, <laughs> now, so we didn't really forget that now, especially last week, you found out, oh, he's not safe anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're not safe anywhere. We're, you know... Lone Wolf and Cub, hot on the make. Um, this one starts out right into the action with our first ever space starship battle yes. of this show. So and cool. I immediately punched the yeah. air. I was like, I was <laughs> yeah. hoping we'd see it this week because we saw it in the trailer. I was like, yep. this is the, why not just start with them already, you know, deep in the soup slurp. And, uh, <laughs> and they totally did. And there's a, you know, a random bounty hunter. We don't get his name. Yep. And he says, hand over the child, Mando. I might let you live. Except he doesn't say it as cool as I just yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, now he's being ch- the the ship he's in. It's interesting. He's in one of those spinning Mandalorian fighters that we saw in Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, this is the wondering. first time we're seeing one in yeah. live action. It's known as canonically as I don't really know how to pronounce this, but the Comerc class fighter, usually known as the Gauntlet fighter. Mm. But they're pretty cool. They're spinning around, and I'm like. Of these two, he doesn't look. He's not in a Mandalorian helmet or anything. Right. So I'm like, why well, where did he get in, this? Why yeah. are you in this shit? I was a little did disappointed. He steal it from? Yeah. yeah. What are your secrets, unnamed bounty hunter? I was a little disappointed we get it. We didn't get like a really clear shot of his ship. Well, I, I wasn't. To see well, it. Yeah, I wasn't sure it was that at first. Yeah. It looked like it, and then it did one of its telltale spinning yeah. moves. I'm like, it's totally that ship. Yeah. Um. So it was that was really cool. He hits one of Mando's engines, and then he should be arrested for grand theft of catchphrase. I can bring you in warm. I can bring you in cold. And I'm like, you are not stealing this line. And if we think it went over our Mando's heads, it didn't. Because I, I wrote down, I immediately hate this guy because he's shooting at Mando the child and he's stealing lines. <laughs> yep. You don't get to do that. Um, so it's just classic Star Wars image also of the of the other ship and the targeting computer. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's so classic. Yet not fan servicey. It's just a part of this universe. Yeah, it's, and I'm loving it. how it works. Um, both, then, then this, this idiot blasts both of the Razor Crest engines, thinking, oh, I got this, and the Razor Crest is down. The child lurches, and his ears are flapping. He's not freaking out. He's just going with it. Yeah. The idiot bounty hunter overshoots Mando, and Mando says, That's my line. 
And then with one shot, blast him. And the blast quarterback is shot. toast. <laughs> and it's down goes this uh, gauntlet fighter. Boom. Cut to title. Chapter five, The Gunslinger. Gunslinger. I've been waiting for something similar to this title. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. feels, it's just so appropriate because the whole thing with the Mandalorian is that he is the lone gunslinger yeah. kind of thing. So it just, it wasn't a matter of time before we saw a title like this. Well, and it's such a Western title and this yeah. is one of the most like Western episodes I think Definitely. we've gotten so far. I've been trying to work out a, a thing where the 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 Mando and Black strode across the desert and the gunslinger followed for yeah. hours now. <laughs> That's as far as I got. Yep. Yeah. Okay. See that that exasperated groan from Caitlin is that will tell you everything. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna come up with something that's gonna blow everyone's minds. Nope, didn't happen. Anyway. Nah. It, well he's kinda you know, it's not only is this episode the gunslinger, it's kind of the fun slinger. Because the fun <laughs> in this episode, that's right. It's yeah. coming fast we're and just, furious. We're just going for it. There's right? so there, much there fun. Is, I, I can see a lot of people when the, after seeing this episode. Now, a lot of people want answers. Mm-hmm. They want answers now. Who is the client working for? What's the deal with Yoda, baby? And this isn't that episode. We no, ain't getting except, them yet. We, except with a little thing that we'll get to at the end that I think could tie in. It was really just a a nice, not sidestep, but a nice segment yep. in the Mando story that you could theoretically watch kind of on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that answers will be coming. Favreau has said, you're going to get answers about Yoda, baby. You're going to be getting these answers. This is just not the week. Um, and others will say, well, it was a lot of fan service, which from a certain point of view um, <laughs> is true, yep. but also it told the story well, and I'm a fan and I like to be serviced. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? I also just love hanging out with characters for a while yeah. yeah, away from the story. Obviously, we have never seen Mando's face or anything, but, you know, we're seeing him interact with different kinds of characters that we haven't seen him interact with yet. We're seeing how he reacts to situations. And then we're seeing uh, Yoda Baby just, like, kind of hanging out. Yeah, it's seeing good. how yeah. he reacts to kind of everything yeah. on this ongoing adventure. And we'll see how this... It's tough to judge this on its own in the grand scheme of everything once we've seen the whole season. Yeah. We also know we're getting a season two, so it's yeah. not like... You know, patience. Yeah, patience, patience. Oh, that's not a line. Anyway, it's a, um, it's a virtue. And I should patience also we should also mention that unlike last week, the soundtrack is out right now. Oh, it was great. actually out at the same at, yeah. at five. I checked that first. <laughs> last week is also chapter four is out at this point. Okay, it just good. took a few days. There was a little delay, much like our episode last week. Mm. Um, so, but the music I have to say continues to be incredible. Incredible, to and I'm blown away how it's already iconic in a Star Wars way mm-hmm. without using any iconic Star Wars themes. Yep. The uh, is kind of just like I automatically know it now. And, yeah, and it continues to build. Yeah, and when he really throws in the full symphony versions of that from time to time, it's just magical. And if I may sidebar one additional moment before mm. we actually get to the story of this episode. <laughs> um, I took a little informal poll on Twitter oh. about people's fav- favorite non-Williams directly written Star Wars music. So far, it is on fire with nine votes. <laughs> and I'm one of them. Yeah, Ma- are you really? <laughs> yes, okay. I am. Well, Mandalorian is handi- handily winning with 89%. Yeah. Um, Runner-up is Clone Wars slash Rebels with 11%. No love for Rogue One or Solo or the write-in options of Michael Tavera's work for Resistance or all of the above hmm. plus Bortles, which I thought, you put Bortles in a Twitter poll, it always wins. Yeah. And yet... But- you know, and nevertheless, um, but anyway, um, so it's it's hot, it's, it's it's hot and heavy. It's heating up the charts, everybody. Anyway, so he's losing fuel, much like this episode. 
<laughs> he, he lands his ship and the child is almost and it you know his ship is starting to get shut down and he gives this look to the child of did you press another button? And yeah, I feel like the child looks yeah. back. It's like it's not me this time. <laughs> Come on, man. We don't hear the succession theme starting, so we don't. We know it wasn't one of those buttons. Um, and he gets the ship working again, and he p- starts to pull in at a desert planet that starts to look a little familiar. It's kind of strange. Uh, yeah, I'm like, right? is this a, just another desert planet? I'm like, are they going to do this? And then over the comm, you hear, "This is Moss Eisley Tower," and I was. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. going destination Tatooine. Yep, I let a li- out a little R2 scream when that happened. I was like, yeah. yes, Tatooine! Yeah. And the ship pulling in <laughs> is very much, the 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 um the planet itself and the moons in the distance are very much akin to the opening shot of A New Hope, almost yeah. identical. Yeah. I didn't have time to check, but it's yep. almost the exact yep. same shot. Um, so he stows the sleeping child on the ship. He's not bringing it out to Mos Eisley. I guess this is where he draws the line. This is scum and villainy on a whole new level. Oh, yeah. Let's not let the kids see this. Yep. Um, he lands in in one of those, you know, holes, the circular yeah, docking bays. Yeah. And he gets out, and immediately we get pit droids. Yes. So not only do we have classic New Hope, we get a little touch of Phantom Menace and in they the night. Pop up. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm you. And, I, and they're poking at each other, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure these idiots. Nobody is. Yeah, exactly. I'm I like, love them. These idiots are back. <laughs> no, I was so excited because that's actually, like, I think I said this before on a previous show, but like, I'm just loving the mixing of all of it. Yeah. You know? yep. We're like, we're getting like, a little bit of the animation stuff, a little bit of the prequel stuff, a little bit of the original trilogy. Yeah. Like, We're keep going. in it. We're in it's it. It's doing what all, all great Star Wars in this age does, is yeah. kind of weave yes, everything weave together. It. And no, yep. I don't want to say franchise, but no storytelling stew, that sucks. Yes. And no franchise does it better yeah. than Star Wars does in terms of weaving everything together. Yeah. Yep. You heard it here first. Anyway, <laughs> we find out who doesn't like the pit droids and who continues to not like droids in general, much to Caitlin's non-amusement because the Mando comes out and immediately shoots at them and some of them clam up just like Jar Jar just poked them in the nose. Hit the nose! Um, And they clam up immediately. (laughs) That's right, still hates droids. And we see a woman come out and says, you damage one of my droids, you'll pay for it. I I gasped. Me too. And I thought, who is this with the Sigourney Weaver hair right out of Alien? And kind of the same costume in a different color. And I thought, is that Amy Sedaris? Yeah, I was like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. I had heard Amy nothing Sedaris. that it was yeah. that Amy Sedaris was in this show. Or it's never, it's like maybe in a new holiday special would <laughs> but, we see Amy Sedaris. Lo and behold, but then it, it I was is pre- a couple Amy lines Sedaris. in. Yeah, there's no forget, there's no way around it. I'm like, no, that is Amy Sedaris. I'm they like, like took off her eyebrows, but like, yeah. it's definitely yeah. Amy Sedaris. It's Princess Carolyn right yeah. here on, um, among uh, many other characters yeah. um, here in The Mandalorian. And she's playing a character named Peli Motto. I was wondering what oh. her name was. Peli yes. Motto. Peli Motto. I learned that. Um, I, I I learned if you watch with subtitles, yes, you get uh, the names faster. Yeah, that's smart. So I for my regular fan viewing, I'm gonna turn them off and treat myself. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you're treat yourself to... 2019. Um, <laughs> but when I'm really cutting loose, I'm gonna turn those subtitles off. Anyway, she's a mechanic. She checks his ship out. She says, "There's he's got a lot of carbon scoring up top." And we're all like, ooh, carbon, ooh, carbon scoring. scoring. And if she says, if I didn't know better, I think you were in a shootout. And of no. course, we know better because we just yeah. saw it. Fixing his ship is going to be expensive, but he's got Imperial credits. So we guess he took them from Karga at some point. Now he has no problem using them. Yeah. Uh, he's like, she says, that's all you got. She's not thrilled, not really wanting to use Imperial money 
Wah, wah. She's it, like, this is enough to ch- to cover the hanger. Yeah, it's I guess. like, well, yeah. I'll, I'll let you park here, but you know, the fixer upper, we're gonna have to talk. Um, yeah. She doesn't sound like that at all. Well, and yeah. on the imperial credits, it's very obvious that like uh, the empire is not welcomed on Tatooine. As oh, we saw as, those as we're, yeah, we're gonna it, in one moment we're gonna find out why. Yeah, there it's, you go. They like yeah. So she checks with the droids. Uh, he promises he'll get more money, but still, you know, doesn't want the droids working on the ship. Mm-hmm. She says, okay, I get it. This is not a subtle point that you're making. Um, She's like, fine. And and she seems to have gotten this before. She's like, I heard you. You don't have to say it twice. So we think the the droid mockery or not liking them is kind of going still strong on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also imagine it around the galaxy, too, because there are still so many people alive, obviously, who were probably very harmed by all of the droid armies yeah. that were wandering yeah. the galaxy. They haven't yeah. forgotten. No, of and, course and, not. And, They're traumatized. And, and as we see any army that kind of rampages across the galaxy, people on Tatooine, especially Mos Eisley, like to hold a grudge because he... Oh, uh, We'll get to this first because as he's walking out, she says, She's Womp rat. Womp yeah. rat. And I'm like, well, womp rat, interesting, but G's? I'm like, <laughs> who exactly in the galaxy far, far away is G's? Uh, it's like Amy Sedaris is G. Yeah, I mean J E E Z is what the subtitle said, and I'm like, I wonder that couldn't have been scripted. Hey, G Z the Hut. She G-Z just said the hut. G- she just said that. She definitely. Did. So in in the universe, I don't know, but Jesus now canon. So fire. Uh, he walks out, and it's docking bay 35. Based on the the pattern, mm. I was wondering. I'm like, are they going to make it 94? I wondered. And no, but it was. It's 35. I mean, there's some other. Things yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like talk about fan service. Anyway, um, he's he's strutting around Moss Eisley, and it feels so good. It feels so very good. But then we see Imperial helmets on spikes, and it makes it even better. And we're like, mm-hmm. wow, because we saw that in the trailer originally, but yeah. we didn't know the context in which exactly they it, were. It was one of the first images we ever saw. It was, I think, in the very first trailer, it the was. first image we ever saw. Yeah. And do you think there? It's just helmets, or you think there are heads in there too? I bet there's heads. There's heads. I guarantee yeah, you there's heads. heads in there. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's too heads. much blood on those helmets for there not to be yeah. heads. Yeah, and they're all, it's like running down the sticks yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, this so, is awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, that is dark. dark. Yeah. Amazing. It's like the ramparts of King's Landing. It's like, you will watch. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Motto, we cut back. Motto's playing Sabak with her droids. Very familiar looking card shapes. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Um, and she hears something on the ship. She holds a blaster up, but who comes out toddling out of the ship? But Yoda baby, and I've already slept. Flipped up. There goes. You've the done time. that yeah, like multiple goes, yeah. times already. <laughs> all, right, so. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I haven't been counting. Yeah, well, right, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I guess that's. Uh, you know. I out, love that. The door. Yoda baby doesn't listen. He's he's his own man. Yeah. Or Yoda. you don't put Yoda baby yeah. in a corner. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to to quote that famous Star Wars film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, he didn't even try. He just yeah. he was sleeping when he put him down. He didn't even, he didn't even try. He's like, yeah. well, he's going to do what he wants. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, we all, we all knew. Like, and, I wondered for yeah. a moment when he put him in the in his little bunk, I wondered if the, we were just going to have an episode where the Mandalorian was going to be on his own. Yep. He was just yeah. going to go about his own thing. As soon as I saw Amy Sedaris, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. She's, she's hanging in with this baby. Yeah. She's going to be hanging Sedaris with this baby. Sedaris time with Yoda baby. Because, yes. I mean, I, not that I would have minded an episode with all Mando on Tatooine, but... We've come quite attached to Yoda Baby, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, it is we the sure Yoda have. Baby show yeah, featuring a, the a Yoda Baby <laughs> free free show episode would be a little weird, and I think some people would revolt. Anyway, um, so she says, "Oh, bounty hunter, leave you all alone in that big nasty ship." And I'm like, "Wow, what did the ship ever do to you?" Um, she sends the droids to get something to eat for him. It says, "I don't know, something with bones, bones in it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Now again with the bones? Is this a 
Galaxy Far Far Away child rearing standard now. Yeah. With like I any- mean Yoda baby does have a lot of teeth. Yeah. I love seeing his little baby teeth. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're it's like a, cat teeth, if you're little a baby, baby corns. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's the go-to thing. Anything with bones or broth, yeah. that's how you do it. So, cannon cannon fire. <laughs> You heard it here first. Bones, everybody. It's bones are good for babies. It's, it's about the bones. Um, <laughs> Attack of the bones. Anyway, oh she's going to go look for the child. Until, she's going to look after the child, rather. The child's right in front of her. She doesn't need to look for it <laughs> until Mando gets back. And then she says, and then I'm going to charge you extra for watching you. And she fluffs his little ears and does what I'm sure we would all love to do. Yes. And it's just the perfect flop. Of yeah. the ears, it's just so. Good. It's exactly what everyone wants to do to those yeah. little ears. Yeah. And so next on our on our on our on our walking tour of Moss Eisley, where do we go? Of course, he makes to go into a cantina, and I'm thinking, is that is this Chalman's? Is it the cantina? Yeah. He walks in the door, it cuts to the bar, and it is it, totally Chalman's yeah. yeah. cantina, except it's almost deserted. Yeah. At this point, and I mean, it is the it's like the middle of the day. Oh, but these yeah. like these people care. I know. It's like it's like when it's, it's like five o'clock somewhere in the It's galaxy. like, hey, let's go to Chalman's for the cube crawl. It's this morning. It doesn't matter. Um anyway, so where is once Wooher behind the bar says, We don't serve their kind here. You're droids. I have to wait outside. Who's now in his place behind the bar? But what a droids. Two droids. <laughs> yeah. They're the E V series supervising droids that we saw. The famous one is um in work for Jabba. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our. Are you happy now? Hosts, uh, yeah. sponsors, Hut Clan. Thank you. Yeah, we we said it. God, um, Force Alive. EV ninety nine is the one we know the best, and I think you'll fill in nicely. Uh-uh. Um, so they're they're here and they're looking pretty cool. Um, there's also a red astromech that rolled up to the bar. He looks now. I don't want to be suspiciously. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be droidist and say all droids look the same, but he does look a lot. Like R five D four, and I'm wondering, it's like, well, did he get his motivator fixed, or is his motivator still bad? Or is this, I'm just going to go to the bar all day? You know it's what? Like, Listen, he's that got, better be him. He's got bad motivation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad. You, what, you demand that <laughs> level God. of fan service. I demand that level of fan service. He was left on Tatooine. His motivator was fixed, and now he hangs out at the bar. Or, or was I it not it. fixed? It's yeah. just stayed broken, and he has no no motivation well, to then, do that, anything. That's endearing. I love that. I then. mean, we found out in uh, the Return of the Jedi that R two D two could serve drinks aboard. Yes, that's true. Jabba's cruiser. Yep. So I mean, do you want to plant your flag on this? Do you want to do a hot take? I want to do a hot take. All right, set it. All right. That's the, the droid. You heard it's it. You heard it, droid. That's you, heard it here. you heard it here yeah, first, yeah. everybody. That is R5D4, <laughs> according to Captain Matt. Um, there's also, I should just point this out, a giant bug just sitting at the bar. It's an ant. Yeah, it's, it's like, literally it, an ant. It's the ant from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like they're not. I, I saw it and I went, ooh. I kind of love yeah. it. It reminded me of the, the footage from the first time they shot the cantina and there was just whatever they could find. Yes. There's like a giant mantis at the bar. Yeah, and there's then a wolf they, man. they went back and made it <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. And even the second rendition, George was so unhappy with. Yeah. There's like just still the the wolf man. Yeah. It's, it's obviously like the devil. Yeah. Here's Dracula in that corner yep. and here's SpongeBob <laughs> over here. But this, yeah. I think this is such a, a nice throwback to that because they didn't even. Even try and make it. It's just a giant. It was bug. literally yeah. a giant, ant. and I thought that was hilarious. That's what I love about Star Wars, and that no, like nobody cares, nobody's bothered by it. Just like, oh yeah, that's just well, an it's, ex- yeah, it's a, I, I mean, I care, but yeah. I accept it. Yeah, yeah, like, right, right, right. There's surely there's just a planet of bugs, and they like I mean, drinks yeah. as much as any other species. You and, know? Yeah. and not to harp on this too much, but I really want to know why are droids let, allowed in the Katina now? 
What, That's what true. Changed? This has to, well, you the know. droids are behind the bar. Like, right. he's going to tell this droid to get out? Well, exactly. Mando's a little behind the times when it comes to Mos Eisley. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, his droids are accepted here. Yes. But I want to no. know the entire social change that happened. That's what I'm saying. Well, in yeah, Mos Eisley. Yeah. When were droids given equal rights? Well, yes. probably after the stormtroopers, after the Empire fell. And they could say, hey, yeah. we got this new group of people oh, to hate. Oh, yeah, yeah. They technically tyrannized us the 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 latest like they were they right, just right, came right. Off. yeah yeah so let's let take it easy on the droids and hate on these new people i mean people people's memories seem to be very short yes yeah, also yeah. these guys have heads that we can <laughs> yes, put on poles yes. you don't see That's droid so heads convenient. on poles anymore. it's very convenient yeah. there's so, soft areas to put the the spears through it's great yeah, yeah. it's so mando soft tells the areas. tells the the droid bartender he's looking for work and he says uh, the bartender droid tells him unfortunately the bounty guild no longer operates from tatooine and he doesn't really want guild work but the droid says that doesn't improve things that's when we get some money twirling hotshot pops up and he says think again tin can and this guy is sprawled out in a round booth really trying to be han solo like and literally in the ha- same space yeah that's yeah. the same space uh, is it yeah, the yeah. same booth? yeah i think it was I the don't same know booth. If it's the same booth uh, i think the, it the is the booth was back was back oh, maybe all right uh, it, I, I don't want i don't want us to split hairs here yeah well we'll, we'll review and we'll we'll get back Re- to you. regardless <laughs> yeah it looks exactly it, it, it's a well, yeah. All the booths are the same. They they had the same interior designer, just bought them wholesale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so this guy is sprawled out. He offers Mando a seat, and this is a character called Toro Calican. I will say, I'll interrupt here. I thought upon seeing him, I was like, I have a, a new son to add to my 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 ever growing list of horrible children. You have so many sons. <laughs> I have so many. Ch- I have so many children. We've got the latest one I counted was Cal Kestis that mm-hmm. you've adopted and BD One. Yep, absolutely. Uh, different kinds of sons. Yoda baby. Yeah. Yep. Forky. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can keep going. I can keep going, but we're not going. But so this a, one's adopted. You like him? Well, no, I yeah. thought. Here's the thing. I thought yeah. upon seeing him, I was like, "You're one of my new trash sons." Yeah. Okay. It's a yeah. very I'm specific your, kind oh, of, okay. of, He's of a trash son. son. I thought I was going to have a new trash son. Spoiler alert. He is not my trash. Yeah, and then he, he and then he spoke son. his second line, He's not and then you're like, "I'm glad we didn't put those papers through because that would have been messy." <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, just you know, stay over here. We're gonna go and just play in this park for a little while. We'll be back. It's we'll like, back. It's and they never came back for Toro Calican. Um, now he's Bobby Cannavale's son in yep. real life. Actor, great, the great Bobby Cannavale. Um, if you haven't seen Phantom yet, um, <laughs> love Bobby Cannavale, and so. I, I, I just have to say this now. I like what Jake Cannavale did in this role. Yes. I think the performance is is good. Mm-hmm. When I'm making fun of Toro Calican, I'm making fun of the fictional person because no, I, I hate the fictional person yeah. Toro Calican. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed watching him as part of the story, and I thought that the actor did a wonderful job. Toro Calican sucks. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm going to relentlessly mock Toro, not Jake. So let's uh, be clear. And this is not just because I don't want Bobby Cannavale himself coming after me in the night. It's like, what'd you say about my son? It's like, no, I love the entire Cannavale clan. Yeah. But Toro Calican, you can, you can, you know, go criff yourself. Anyway, he's got a bounty puck for Fennec Shand, an assassin that we knew was coming up in the series played by Ming-Na Wen. Did not expect her in this episode. No, did not. And yeah. I shouted, I'm like, this is the Ming-Na Wen Ming episode. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ming-Na Wen, and she is an assassin. We find out he picked up this puck before he left the mid-rim. The New Republic, we get our second drop of the New Republic in the series, put all her employers in lockdown. And then Toro has a tracking fob for her and says she's headed out beyond the Dune Sea. We, hear, we know who's beyond the Dune Sea. And immediately I think, well, we're going out beyond the Dune Sea. 
I wonder who we're going to see there. Hmm. Um, so Mando says he knows who she is. Shand is a top mercenary, made her rep by working with all the top crime syndicates, including the Huts. First time our beloved sponsors have been mentioned on this show. So once again, sponsors, once again, Hut Clan, you are welcome. I'm not hearing anything from them. It's no. like they're not even listening. Oh, ho, ho. Um, yeah, nice try. Thanks. Anyway, first hut name drop. <laughs> first hut name drop on this ship. Fire. Also for droids now bartending at Chalman's Cantina. Fire. All right, Toro comes clean. He says, "Yeah, this is my first job," and we're we're like, "Really? I'm astonished." I'm amazed. I, I, I would never have known. Yep. Um, and he needs this to go. He needs this job to get into the guild. He, right. He's hot on getting into the guild. So he needs the Mando's help. Mando agrees, tells him to come to Hangar 3-5 and to bring two speeder bikes and hand over the fob. Toro actually does something smart. He destroys the fob and says he's got it all memorized. So now. I immediately was like, no, he's like, no, don't worry. I'm the map. It's like yeah. one of those situations. Mm. He's like, okay. Now right. Mando can't just shoot him in the night and keep going, which I was hoping he would do. <laughs> Not that Armando would do that. That's, no. That, that's what I would do, and that's why I don't wear the best car, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what Kiati Mundi would have told you. That's what he did tell everybody back in the day, anyway. Um, anyway. Back of the hangar, there's a gonk droid. Gonk. Mando gonk. sees the child is missing, freaks out for a minute, but Mato's got him, and she says she just got him to sleep. Mato gives Mando... What's what about parenting? She's fixing the ship without droids, and she's complaining about it. And I'm thinking at this point, she's really holding tight to the kid. I was like, is she going to try and steal this kid? Mm-hmm. Is she going to try? I didn't, I didn't get that impression. It, it, it came and then it went. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Enough, I wrote it down, and I didn't erase it. Okay, like, all, right, all, a, right, a, a all right, all right, all right. I was kind of hoping Mando was going to hire her, and she was just going to be Yoda nanny. You know, that would be good. That, there's a show I would watch. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda nanny. nanny. It's, it's, the whole this whole thing is I would. It's an entire episode about Amy. Have, did you in your wildest dreams ever think you'd see a live Star Wars show Amy Sedaris and a Yoda baby? No, I, I did not have that on my Star Wars bingo card. But I yeah. should have. I should have. It's like, oh, I did yeah. not see that coming. Oh, uh, anyway, so Toro's outside with two speeder bikes, which it's great to see them again. Mando has it coming just every which way. He's got people throwing. Poodoo at him left and right, and he's just not impressed with the speeder bikes. And Toro says, "What do you expect? The Saint Corellia? Love and that? We're like, yeah, sure isn't, but it's nice to get a Corellia name drop." Mm. Yeah. Um, he says a hello to Motto, and uh, the child just kind of laughs and is just kind of enjoying this whole thing. I will say, my one grudge about Yoda Baby is that it laughs Whoa. like a human baby, <laughs> yeah. and that kind of freaks me out. Yeah. I'm astonished you have a grudge at all. I know, yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't have a suggestion for what it should be instead. Yeah. But I there's something about, and I know that Yoda has a human voice, obviously, and so it kind of makes sense that a baby would sound a Yoda baby would sound the same way as like a human baby. But there's something really off-putting every once in a while where he's like making a. Regular baby sound. Yeah, he's cooing. He's like starting to make more baby Those are noise. probably yeah, sounds yeah. that our friend Blake Collins has made. Right. So you're saying he's bad at his job? How dare you? Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> Putting words in my mouth. I mean, if 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 the words fit oh my in God. in said mouth. Oh okay, th- we've gotten off track this a little bit. I, I apologize. That was a that was not that was not a thing. I, I hear you though. There's a whole thing online about well, who should be Yoda baby's voice right. when we actually hear them talk and we've heard everyone from I mean every, wrong answers uh, only all, yeah all kinds of 
people that Jason are... Momoa yeah, I mean, Jason Momoa and all that. Jason Momoa. That would be hilarious. All right! If it just came, it came out that or just speaking full-on Dothraki. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we get this amazing sequence of speeder bikes over the sand, through oh, the desert. So cool. The music is going. We get the classic sounds, and I am in force heaven. Mando stops because he hears banthas, and sure enough, there are banthas, and where there are banthas, there are... Tuscan Raiders. And he says Tuscan Raiders. Now this is my neck this is you beat me to it. I was gonna say who among us can do a sand person sound. Oh, let, let's, now, let's, let's Kevin, Matt, you try first. Wow, okay. Nope. That that sand person is sick. Caitlin, let's let's hear it. It's gonna be horrible. Wow. Okay. Oh let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what oh I can boy. do. Ready? <laughs> was that close i don't think any of us are close oh We're all so we are so that it. is not our best moment i anyway. want to put out a whole bonus episode that just us speaking as tuscan raiders for 35 minutes oh yeah. audience if you want to hear that do not tweet us because i do not want to do it anyway they refer to them as tuscan raiders Oh, we've lost everybody. Now. Oh my god, <laughs> lost everybody here. Wow. Okay. Um, the, the, it's, it's your, uh, uh, we're gonna skip my whole thing about whether they call them Sand People or Tuscan Raiders in canon. It switches back and forth. Uh, the prequels tried to make Tuscan Raiders happen, and then yeah. eventually, I think it's in Revenge of the Sith. He's like, "Remember what you told me about yeah. your mother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Sand People." And yeah. then you hear a very distant. Yeah, which is always like, so weird. I think I feel like Tuscan Raiders is like the Tuscan is the proper yeah. the proper yeah. term and then everyone else is like, oh, they're just they're sand people. I think it's another thing from the West End. It's a games, cultural the source book that's this is what their actual name is. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you never hear it in a new hope and then they're never seen in the original trilogy again. Oh, yeah. Until Phantom Menace we're like, looks like some Tuscan Raiders are camped <laughs> out on the Canyon Dude turns. Yeah. We're like, what? And then in episode oh two, God. it's those Tuscans, they talk like men. Yeah. They move like men, but they're animals. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. They actually don't talk like Yeah, they don't no. at all. It's, I Humans. don't think that's as... I, well, I think I'm misquoting the great Klieg Lars. Here. I mean, I mean... <laughs> but who among us hasn't misquoted Klieg Lars? <laughs> We're all guilty of that. I mean, I have a cross-stitch with all his, yeah, his <laughs> lines. Please stop Klieg explaining me right now, okay? Okay, now, since I lost my leg, <laughs> I, can't, I can't go after them. I lost my leg. And Anakin's like... I'm going to find my we're, mother. We're really off base right Come on, now. That's the let's, thing about clones. They attack circle is the thing. Around. Okay, let's circle back to the actual episode. Um, Mand- Toro's immediately up in arms about the sand people. He's like, well, they're at a distance. That's fine. And cut. No, they're not. They're right behind you. Uh, but Mando says relax. And he negotiates them with some kind of sign language. And we see, okay. It was he has, amazing. It was yeah. great because he has no skills with Jawas, as we saw. He tries to speak to them. That did not go so well. But with another culture, and we don't get the feeling that sand people have have visited out from the galaxy like we know the Jawas have. They probably like to stick it right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's great with them. So he, he trades Tor- some of Toro's binocs, as he says. He's like, here, take this. He's like, now we can pass through the lands. I like that he just traded them something that wasn't his. Yes. And Toro's like, hey. <laughs> those are mine. Yeah, those are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were. I just bought those. I regret everything. Yeah, they Toro were yours. Calican. <laughs> anyway, they're off again. Mando stops in a hurry because there's another Tatooine fixture, a Dubak 
close by with the rider being dragged by it. Mando checks it out. The man, the the rider rather is another bounty hunter who goes unnamed. Toro is mostly interested in the dead guy stuff. The dead guy has a fob and it's beeping and soon blast of fire begins coming at them in the distance and it is Fennec Shand sniping at them. Has Mando in her sights. He gets a full-on shot from her. Gets blasted full-on but his new Beskar protects him. And he says only an MK modified rifle could make that shot. And Toro asked if he's okay. And Mando says, yeah, hit me in the Beskar. And at that range, the Beskar held up. So it's like I immediately want to go around the rest of today saying, don't worry about it. Hit me right in the Beskar. <laughs> I am A-OK. Um, you ask me that all the time. Yeah, I do, all the time. And I'm like, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Hit, Are hit, you A-OK? Hit, 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 hit me in the Beskar. Right the Beskar. All right, all right. Wait, I don't wear any Beskar. So they're going to wait until dark and go to the ridge to find her. And when Tor asks why, Mando says, she's got the high ground. She'll wait for us to make the first move. And of course, I immediately like, it's over, Anakin! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's got the high ground. I'm like, Filoni writing this. Yeah. It's like, you knew what you were doing. You and I love it. And I'm I here for you. it. I, am, I immediately wrote in all caps, it's over, Anakin. <laughs> 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 so it justifies, justifies episode three. Not that it needed justification. Anyway, Fennec lowers her visor. And yup, it is Ming-Na Wen. And she'll make a corpse out of you. Um, Huge Star Wars fan she is. She's been forever. She has so many lightsabers. She's Instagrammed her lightsaber yeah, co- yeah, collection. Yeah. She's she a loves giant nerd. Star Wars. So to see her, and, she, and since it was announced that she'd, be, that she'd be in this, her gratitude of being in this is such that I'm just so, I'm legitimately so happy for her. And you guys know I'm not happy for anybody, for anything. Oh, like, never. Of course Especially not. being in a Star Wars movie. No. I'm like, when is it going to be my turn? Um, but <laughs> I'm so happy because she's just so, so delightful. She Instagrams from Galaxy's Edge all the time. It looks like she must have been having the time of her life here. Um, so when it gets dark, Mando is sleeping. Toro plays a little getting the draw on him, and he's twisting his gun around like a jerk. And, you know, pretty much doing, you talking to me, talking to a to sleeping me. Mando. And, and then Mando, of course. I want to know at what point Mando woke up. I think he was, he was there the whole time. Really? Yeah. Because okay, you think right. he's asleep, and then we just hear, you done? You done? And he pretty much said it at the same time I said it. Well, see, loud. like, that's the... <laughs> That's what I I love these moments with Mando where you're just like, oh, he has a sense of humor. That's cute. Even when faced with Taro Calican. Uh, I, w- I would like to of- note at this point in the episode, he was still in the running for potential Trash Sun. No way. Yes. Really? That's the point of Trash Sun. They're not good. But they're still your son. But they're still my son. This is a whole other conversation that we are going to need to have. Okay. <laughs> he was still in the running at this point, This though. is, look for a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they both get riding on their bikes. Fennec has them in her sights. She shoots Mando with a, uh, but Mando has these flash charges. Gives one to uh, to, ta- to Taro and, um, and says, you know, it'll blind her scope for a little bit of time. We haven't seen these before. A flash mm. charge that could blind a scope. Is it? Am I right? Seeing this is the first yeah, time. Yeah, I think it's the first time. Okay, yeah. shoot, fire. Okay, so there's a sequence where she's still blasting. Mando shoots a couple. Toro shoots his, but then she gets Mando right in the chest and takes out his bike. And then she's about to finish him off for good. But then Toro's like, "Not so fast, Fennec," and he's right behind her. Doesn't matter. She has a little dart that she takes out from her rifle, knocks the blaster out of his hand, then proceeds to beat the crap out of Toro Calican. He tries. He fails. It's Ming-Na Wen. Come on. It's like, 
you're not getting anywhere with this. Yeah, incredible. She gets him in a leg lock and definitely breaks a bone. I'm like, maybe you could take that bone out and feed it to some baby or something. Mando is on the scene, though. Blaster Rays says, nice distraction, and has Fennec cuff herself, throw some binders right at her. And Fennec says, a Mandalorian. It's been a long time since I've seen one of your kind. And then she says, ever been a Navarro? I hear things didn't go so well there, but it looks like you got off easy. And I'm thinking, what is Navarro? And I checked it out. This is the name officially of the Carl Weathers planet. (gasps) This is Apollo planet. Finally has a name. It is Navarro fire. I really want to keep calling it Apollo planet. I think we probably still will, but (laughs) just for canon, we we know what it's called. And so, and she's aware that some, some, you know, stuff went down a couple episodes ago. Um, So So now, so now you're kind of thinking she knows something. She knows things. And I'm like, what does she, how much does she know? Does she know things? Let's find out. So, you know, they're down one bike. Mando wants Toro to go get the do back. He refuses. Mando, for some reason, goes along with it, tells him to watch over her and says, she's no good to us dead. And already breaking out more of the classics. Okay, you know what? I have I have a bone to pick with this. You should feed it to a baby instead of picking it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick it. I'm going to pick it. it. Okay. I was waiting for that, but I'm going to pick it. <laughs> so, the why didn't Mando have Toro take the speeder bike to go and get, like, to go get the creature? Mm. And he watch over and Fennec? And he watch over Fennec. Uh... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what, what the strategy was there. I haven't asked him personally. <laughs> but like that's that seems like the most logical. Yeah. It's, it seems like a little lapse in judgment maybe. That... Well, maybe he couldn't like bring back the bantha with the speeder. With the speeder. Well, it's like, but we can't leave yeah. the but fox can... with the bag of rice, yeah, but we can yeah. leave the fennec shan with also, the But also you, and... gra- you can slowly drive the bike along with the, yeah. the creature. Maybe. Could all three of them have been on the same bike? Could you... How much does Fennec Shan... Okay, this is... I'm not wondering how much... I know, I know. I I think it's probably a lapse in judgment. I'm guarantee you on his long do-back ride back to Mos Eisley, he was thinking exactly what you were thinking. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm an idiot. It's like, why didn't I do that? Oh, my God. Should have listened to Caitlin. Just saying. I should have listened to Caitlin and and not done this to a trash kid. This is not important. The baby can have the the bone now. It's It's very important. And thank you. Um, She's no good to us dead. Sun's come up. Fennec says, there's still time to make my rendezvous in Mos Espa. I'm like, nice Mas Espa reference, tying it back to Phantom Menace again. Mm -hmm. Offers Toro some money. She plays him here like a valachord and tells him that Mando is worth far more than she is just for the armor alone. She tells Toro went down on Navarro and tells him, like I said, you don't see many of them, which goes into what we hear. You don't see many Mandos at one time. Mm -hmm. She then says if Toro brings Mando to the guild, he'll be in the guild and his name will be legendary. And she says, you want to be a bounty hunter? Make the best deal for yourself and survive. Good advice. And what? Yeah, it is good advice. So what does Toro do? He frees her or is about to free her. And then he just shoots her in the stomach. But if I took those binders off you, I'd be a dead man. If the Mandalorian's worth more than you are, well. This is the moment when he stopped being yeah. in, content, in contention for my trash. And I'm thinking, uh, okay, yeah. please. When he, when he killed Ming-Na. Like Fennec Shan, well, I, I don't think she's dead. I hope she's not dead. I refuse to believe that she's dead. Listen, I don't have many gripes about the show. I have, like, no gripes on this show. But the one gripe I do have is that we keep getting introduced to awesome characters and then they get taken off the table right away. I mean, so far we have yet to see another IG droid. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's true. this show is clearly not above having a list guest stars and then just being like 
No. Well, yeah. I'm going to go one further. I'm going to uh, sound the hot take alarm. <gasps> Fennec Shand is not dead. Okay, good. All right. Um, and we'll get to why. I hope li- you're, I really hope you're right. We'll, we're going to get to why in a little bit. Don't worry, I am. Okay. okay. I'm always right. right. There's no way I could possibly be wrong. When have I ever been wrong about anything? <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, so Mando, uh, cut to Mando on the dewback on the long. Thanks to all those writing lessons, he's good with this. He finds Fennec's body and just sighs. Has a long ride back to Moss Eisley, and by the time he gets back, it's night again. He's back at the hangar. He sees Toro's bike. He goes in. The pit droids are all clustered in the office, chittering away. Toro comes out with Motto at gunpoint, holding the child in his arms. And I'm like, screw this guy even more. Don't you touch that child. And also, you know, thanks for spilling all the details, Fennec. It's like, because obviously knows that there's a child, knew what's up now. Mm-hmm. Toro has motto put binders on Mando. I can't say that again. But when she goes to do that, he's got a little charge hidden in his hand. And she whispers, oh, you're smarter than you look. Uh, Toro says something, blah, blah, something about being legendary. Mando sets off the flash, takes cover, shoots Toro. He falls immediately. He's dead. I was seconds. really worried because he was holding the baby when he fell. And I was like, you crushed that's why the Im- baby. Immediately when he falls, Mando kind of loses his cool. And they both, him and Mato, both freak out. And they're like, where's the child? And no problem. The child peeks He's out from behind like, a basket. He's like, what, me? I'm right here. And he's like, Hi. you were hiding? Were you playing hide with? Were you hiding with us? Yeah, so Mando. She's the first, yeah. I will, she is the first adult. The children in the village last week had appropriate reactions to seeing the Yoda baby. She is the first adult to have an appropriate reaction in this show to seeing this freaking puppet. Yeah. And I am so happy. I feel <laughs> yeah. vindicated. Finally, someone has recognized how adorable he is. Yes. Yeah. Thank exactly. God. And, and I'm so happy it was Amy. He doesn't let the moment last because yeah. he's, he's like, okay, no, mine, my kid, <laughs> mine. Yeah. my child, my trash child. Um, he is not, <laughs> excuse you. He is not trash. <laughs> not trash child. I shouldn't try to use Caitlin's I don't think we parlance. know the rules of the children. If the, I don't tra- understand There are children. very <laughs> specific rules that I cannot actually describe to you because I don't truly know what the rules themselves are. Yeah. But I feel it in my bones and this is not a trash child this is just a child this is this is a son everybody got that <laughs> got this it a son it? okay damn it <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh he takes he takes the child back uh, mando just gives her all of toro's money um she tells the pit droids to drag toro's body back to beggar's canyon um i i she almost says it like but they're like what she says i don't know drag the beggar's canyon canyon or whatever i don't care Yep. She doesn't say it that way, but that's kind of the yeah. feeling I got. Mando takes off in the Razor Crest, and we think the episode's over, but we cut to Fennec's body on the Tatooine sand, and a figure struts up, kneels down, and we cut to credits. Now, this is why I'm thinking she's not dead. If, if she's dead, you know, why? Why, yeah. why is this guy? Maybe right. she's going to pick the button. I feel like maybe he's following the trail that Mando has left. Maybe, yeah. and I also would like to notice that the the spur sounds were very yes. prominent. Yes. Which we and we know because uh, Blake Collins has confirmed that confirmed they have used spur sounds. That the listeners that thought they heard spur sounds you they are, right. are mixed in with the boot with the boot with the with the boot with the boot steps. The boot steps. We're mixed in with the boot straps. So, <laughs> so it's but but kind of couple questions here. Is Fennec playing dead, or is she actually dead? Or is the whole thing, is she going to connect whoever this new person is, hot on the Mando's trail? Is that 
the position she's going to play. I think it's the latter. I don't yeah. like that position for Ming-Na. I don't yeah. I think she deserves way more. Alive, yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, well, Matt, I'm surprised you're not saying she could be a clone and there could be a thousand. I mean, well, she that's, could that's be. That's kind of your MO at this point. Yeah. Now, who do we think this person is? Who do we, do we think this is think Giancarlo Esposito? I think it's Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, maybe he had a cape or she had a cape. He did. I yeah. mean, it, I got a definite Mando, Mando vibe yeah. from whoever this was, though. There are a couple options here because it is Tatooine. Yeah. Who else? What other, you know, who was wearing Mando armor Don't do last this. time we were oh, here? Don't do this. It's Don't do possible. this. Are you going to say? Don't do this. He's going to say it. Don't do it. I'm not going to say it's him, but okay. I'll say that that armor from the Aftermath series was salvaged by a man named Cobb Vanth, who is at this time roaming around Tatooine playing sheriff. In that armor, scorched by sarlacc acid and everything else, okay. it could be Cobb Vanth. If they make Cobb Vanth happen in live action or actually just say the name, I will lose my mind. I don't think they will. It could also Wait. be Boba Fett. Wait, well, <laughs> Wait. Just, just this is also, seismic I mean... charge. I need, a, I need a mind blown. <laughs> Fetster. Thank you. Oh Fetster, Jetster. Oh I will say, this is a good point, though, because this is a Dave Filoni written and directed episode. Yeah. If someone in the Star Wars universe is going to bring that into live action, it is going to be Dave Filoni. Yeah. I mean, people will lose their minds. It could be the Fetster. I'm kind of losing yeah, yeah. my mind. If, they see if, it's, that's if armor. it's Fetster, it yeah. would. I mean, you know, what would make sense if it's Daniel Logan, who we know, who has grown up now, who wants to be back involved. He's wonderful. Who would? Yeah, and he is still very active in the Star Wars community. If it turns out it's him without the helmet and everything, because we know they wouldn't ignore that canon. That yeah, the helmet, is, or in this time, it's since the Battle of Jakku, he could have taken it back. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. Wow. But I think those are those Damn. are on the table. Listeners, if you have any idea who this mystery person in the cape and boots is, if anyone says Batman, just please don't. <laughs> I'm here Batman. for Fennec Shand. I mean, you can say Batman. We're Fennec Shand. And I'm here for justice. Where is he? Oh, um, no. Swear to me. <laughs> um, oh, anyway. Oh so let's go on. Favorite character from this episode. Was anyone's Taro Calican? Amy Sedaris. I don't know why. <laughs> it, yours was Motto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Not Mando, Motto? Motto. Let's call the whole thing off. Motto. She was wonderful. Um, she was absolutely delightful. She, I love, like, the, one of my favorite stereotypes is, like, grumpy, just doesn't, like, really practical, and then you see something that you really like, and then it's just, it's all over. Yeah, she's no nonsense, and then she goes right to all nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. What about you, Captain? R5, the droid. It's not a new character. <laughs> That's not a new character. Well, all right. So maybe not new character. Well, uh, what a horrible thing to say. Oh <laughs> no, Amy Sedaris was also my favorite character. Of the yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Motto. Motto. Motto was also your favorite. It's just Amy Sedaris. I'm a big fan. Yeah. No, me yeah. too. I'm I mean, a, I also love. I mean, you, we can't not say. I mean, Ming Na was absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. No, she I'm totally going right. with Fennec Chan. I want, Shan. I want yeah, sure. more of her. I mean, oh, yeah, I love Amy Sedaris, but I have to go with Fennec Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is the last stand of Shand, um. You don't pretend. Yeah, you 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 are so trying hard not to laugh, and you really want to. Just let it out. Just accept it. Absolutely not. Oh yeah, you, oh, it, it, listeners, it was so close. Yeah, yeah, you it was a stifled Caitlin laugh. Sip her tea. Anyway, no. um, it is coffee. Coffee, so sorry. Yeah. Sip that coffee like Yoda sips soup. It's calf. Yoda baby. Anyway, yeah, she's drinking calf. Anyway, no, but I think if this is the last we see of Fennec Shand, there will be an entire series of books about the entire long history of Fennec Shand yeah. as an assassin, as a mercenary. There could be a whole spin-off animated series. 
this is this may be the end of Fennec Shand. This will not be the last we've yeah. heard about this character. Yeah, I feel like this, she has a comic coming, and I, 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 I want yeah. a book. Yeah, book. I want a book. Yeah. I want comics. I want yeah. I want magazines. I want, I want toys. I want the I want black Fennec Shand the yeah. toothbrush yeah. merchandising <laughs> merchandising 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 merchandising. Anyway, it all comes back to merchandising. That will do it for this episode of The Mandalorian. We are going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We will be. Right back. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Uh, worry not. Um, now, Wires, would you do us a favor and hit that switch and play us what an act, not that any of our listeners would ever forget, but what do a real Tuscan Raider, a.k.a. Sand People, what do they actually sound like? Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, we weren't close. We all lost that game and a little bit of our souls, I feel like. Anyway, other news, Rise of Skywalker, big, big, little, well, not big, little independent Star Wars movie. It's coming out soon. Um, You should maybe go and see it. It's nice to support independent films. I might go. I might go. A lot of more TV spots by the day. There's a new one, like a new one every day. But a lot of them have the main trio together. Ray, Finn, and Poe are together for a lot of this, which is nice because Poe and Ray especially have shared one, one exchange scene. of lines together. Which oh, that's, is, yeah. Which yeah. is insane And it was a last-minute request of Colin Trevorrow made to Ryan Johnson went back when he was going to do episode nine. He said, would you mind having them meet each other? And that and then he soon left episode nine so yeah. it doesn't really matter but there's a lot of the three this trio mixing it up in these spots and that is as much as we'll say um oscar isaac has confirmed also in interviews that a big joy of the filming of this one was that those three got a lot of time together Which I love. And that's what we've been waiting for in all these movies honestly yeah. i feel like it's so strict because we it's this such a big thing is the the trio in Star Wars, yeah, and when yeah. when these three were introduced, it was very much clear that this was the Luke Han and Leia of yeah. this trilogy. But they haven't spent any time yeah. together. Well, when no, you really crazy. when you really think about it, in Empire, Luke Han and Leia are separated for most of the movie. That's true. And even yeah. in Jedi, they're on Endor for a little bit, but then Luke f's off to, yeah. to Death Star two, and it's you know Han and Leia on the ground. That's true. But but so, they all they always gave you the impression though, like in between New Hope and Empire, that like they were together all the time. They were hanging out. Yeah, yeah well they <laughs> yeah, are yeah, in the yeah, comics. Yeah. And they are like yeah, in the books. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it also sounds like for now that this trio is done after this movie. Right. From what they're saying, oh, um, in Variety, they're all talking about the chance of returning Boyega, John Boyega, Finn, shot down the chance to spin off into Disney Plus. He immediately says, yeah, you ain't going to Disney Plus me. This is exact quote. <laughs> John Boyega is um, the most delightful. He says, I pr- I'll stay in the, feature, in the feature films. But he does say if Daisy and Oscar were up for returning in the movies that he would, both Daisy and Oscar said things along the lines of they feel like thing has, things are finished for now, though Daisy said that... She would be open to coming back if it was something truly incredible, something that would top this movie. But then she says something along the lines of she really doesn't see that happening. Hmm. They all seem like everyone seems to be really high but on this movie. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a hot take. 
But I think they're. I didn't hear anything yeah, go I, off. <laughs> I didn't hear anything either. No. Um, but I, I mean, like, I think they come back in like 15, 20 years and we do this all over again. I mean, I would love that. Yeah, I think it happened with, with the original trio. Yeah. Why can't it happen here? Why can't it happen exactly. here? Can it happen here? It can happen here. It, it can should happen, happen here. here. Yeah, yeah. Money is amazing. Yeah, money's good. Again. May that we all meet us, again. Yeah. Spaceballs too. That brings us to our next segment, Money Watch. Um, I need some. End of segment. No, just kidding. Um, now, speaking of the cast members loving this movie, Richard E. Grant. Now, if people don't know Richard E. Grant, he is somebody that everyone should know. Yeah. He is one of my favorite actors working today, possibly of all time. He's great. And his Twitter feed is pretty much videos of him sharing and spreading joy. If you want to have more joy in your life, and Matt, you're a guy who has an abundance of joy abundance. already. Abundance. You are a joyful yeah, guy. Joyful. Do you want more joy? I want more joy. Check out Richard E. Grant's Twitter feed. This is what he said. I, and he, I'm not going to do an impression of him because it's just not happening. We know you this could. Is, I, I can't, really. Okay. Um, but he says, I've just seen Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and nothing prepares you for this. I cheered, I shouted, I fist pumped the air, I cried, I stood and cheered. It's absolutely everything that you would hope it's going to be. I'm so proud to be in it, and I can't wait for you to see it. He also wrote as the caption, what it achieves, weaves, and resolves is a total emotional meltdown and resurrection of the spirit. This is just <sighs> reconfirmation of everything that I know I am going to fuel during this movie and I'm going to sob like a baby. Yeah. And yes, this is coming from a cast member, so what is he gonna say? Right. Yeah. He's know, gonna say good things. <laughs> I mean, Anthony it. Daniels also said it on Twitter. It's like, it was good. I think I'll see it again. You know, but this is, I, I get the feeling that Richard E. Grant is in this movie as another Allegiant General pride that he might not have a huge role mm -hmm. in it, but he's born to play a part like yeah. this. Absolutely. For such a joyful man, he plays a lot of villains and yeah. he does it so well. So, What's he gonna What's he gonna say? But he just the way he spread the joy. Yes, it made me feel it. Um, I also want to talk about Laura Dern. If we're yeah, talking we're about gonna, celebrities, we're gonna get into that. But if for fans, and I will skip my my whole thing of edit thing about Richard E. Grant. If you want to see some of the one of the best performances you'll ever see in your life, check out a movie called With Nail and I. If you haven't seen that movie, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. I was going to say, what, at what point in the timeline does that movie? Yeah, it's not canon, <laughs> okay. um, but it will give do you a taste of the brilliance that is Richard E. Grant. Laura Dern, who did she think she saw at a basketball game, Caitlin? Well, her quote was to Variety. She said, when asked if she had seen the Yoda baby, yeah. she says, yes, I did. I think he was at a basketball game. That's all I'm going to say. Which people are taking that to mean that she was serious. She's definitely joking. Well, Did she misunderstand the question? Vice Admiral yeah. Holdo may have purple hair, but she doesn't joke around well, about seeing Yoda baby. I mean, also, here's the thing. My theory is that there's picture, been pictures recently of her sitting there with, with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. So in my mind, the two of them were sitting next to each other, and he was like, hey, have you seen this Yoda yeah. baby? And showed her a picture of the Yoda baby. Yeah. That's what happened in my mind. It's probably completely wrong. And I but. was thinking, why are these two at a basketball game together? And then I remembered that they're in Little Women. Yeah. They're uh, both in Little yeah, Women, yeah, yeah. right? Which yeah. is coming out around the same time as Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. She's She probably sees him as a son. Yeah. Maybe a trash a, son. A trash, a trash son. son. A trash son. Yeah. After she didn't really like his work in The King, it's like, sorry, you're my trash son. Let's go to a basketball game. Oh, my God. Yoda baby. Anyway. Hash, hashtag trash son. <laughs> speaking of Yoda baby, we have an update on Plushgate. Plushgate. 
gates. It is now, it is, you are right, Caitlin, it is a full-on gate now. Mm -hmm. The plushes, the plushes, the plushes, they have been released for pre-order online at shopdisney.com and other places. They look kind of nice. Have you guys seen the photos? Yeah, yeah, they look okay. they look good. good. They re, they're going to retail for twenty four ninety nine, but they expect delivery. And here's the rub: around April first, twenty twenty. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great at all. Not great, Bob. People are unhappy. The Funko Pop situation is even worse. They're only nine dollars. So yeah, I I don't know what I'll ever do with Funko Pops, but I kind of buy the special yeah. ones anyway. But for $9, but they're not shipping until May 15th, 2020. So in response, <sighs> a lot of really crafty people are making their own Yoda babies out of yarn. Some of them are making, it's like- You can you can find any, a few on Etsy. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen yeah. some think, shops yeah. pop Etsy, up Etsy, I'm them. sure. It's people are like sick of waiting for it, so they're just making it themselves. Ingenuity. And ingenuity, and when it comes to it, you know, in the end, if merchandising 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 fails you just make it yourself now here's a little bit of a swerve but mm. it's some news that i really did not see coming we're getting on disney plus a new star wars themed game show for are. kids it sounds like double dare but it's jedi themed what it's called jedi temple challenge get out of nope. here it sounds so cute and it's going to be hosted by get this Ahmed Best. Jar Jar. What? Jar Jar Binks himself playing, not Jar Jar, playing a Jedi Knight who's going to be guiding these Padawans through whatever game this is. And it's it's not strictly non-canon. There's that gonna is have, absolutely adorable. Yeah, they said there's going to be some kind of story Get with this that's going to tie in. Yeah. So I'm I am going to, this is coming out in 2020, I'm going to watch this day of oh absolutely <laughs> i want to be on the show we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna be yeah. talking about where this was show. this show when i was a kid yeah. and Ahmed best could make me a jedi <laughs> yeah exactly excuse you it's like yeah and, for legends of the hidden temple yes yeah. sit over there please I, I would like this show it's and yes good for him i'm glad he's getting a little redemption a little star well, wars fans redemption. Are finally coming back finally yeah, yep. not treating him like yeah he had, he had a rough time he really and did the reaction he got at this past year's celebration was wonderful it yeah. doesn't make up out for years for, for and years, years of, and years of abuse and whatever yeah. it's it's uh, but you know whatever nice. went wrong or didn't go wrong with that character it's not his fault no yeah. i don't i really not. don't yep. think so um so gina carano in the hollywood reporter another swerve um uh, makes it clear very clear that cara dune will return this season i don't think that's a surprise mm. for any of us um and she also said that uh spielberg seth rogan and the cohen brothers all visited the set of the show yeah and so everyone wants a little piece of it so everyone i'm wondering wants to see Star Wars. next season it's like are we going to get a cohen brothers directed episode oh my goodness of the can you imagine oh i can God. imagine and oh i God. and now i can't not imagine is it weird that out of those three out of those three directorial superstars i'd rather see a cohen brother take on the mandalorian yeah. than Spielberg? no 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 because I, I think Steven it would be because it would be, oh, it would be yeah. so different it would be, I mean, it would be so kooky. And well, that's what I mean. Like, with go, different good, different good. My like. mind is just like all over the place trying to think what that would look like. Yeah, and just yeah. bring in Poe Dameron singing some folk music Yay. while they're at it. Oh my it's God, like, please. Just bring it, and yeah. then bring in Brendan Gleeson, have him sing, you know, it's, or I'm just all about that. Um, yep, that's Anyway, great. so finally, and probably most importantly, there was a recent panel discussion about Rise of Skywalker with most of the cast and J.J. Abrams was there and the lights went out for a minute and J.J. Abrams they're all looking the, and then they kind of flick back on and J.J. Abrams just stopped what he was saying and he said oh hi Carrie and it's because oh. he was talking about Carrie yeah he was he was talking about Cara, Carrie yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher the lights went out and then they kind of and he goes oh hi Carrie and he <laughs> go, and, and everybody just 
laughed but also then had a meltdown yeah, yeah, yeah. and the video of it is on youtube but he, he was he said he also went on to say at this panel in terms of her being present he said it's still impossible for me to believe that she isn't because we've been editing with her for about a year and she's been very much alive with us in every scene mm-hmm. so it's just anytime things go wrong on this show or in my life I'm very likely going to say hi, Carrie. Hi, yeah. Carrie. At this point, hi, yeah, Carrie. That was a beautiful moment. It was, yeah. and it reminded me once again that that you know, as we've had this movie coming, mm. so it's like yes, she's horribly this this person is gone, but we still have this last image, this last round with her. Mm. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's, it's going to hurt. That's go- that's probably going to be the thing that's going to hurt the most. Yeah, um, I, I I agree. Yeah, but that's going to do it for news on that very, very sad note. Sorry, everybody. Um, We'll be back. Not sorry. We'll be back. We'll bounce back. But there was also a very special new episode of Star Wars Resistance last week. This is a terrible transition from High Carry (laughs) to Resistance Roundup, but we're going to power up and do it anyway. So let's saddle up for a little segment we like to call Resistance Roundup. <laughs> Sunday, November 30th, brought us the Vox Vortex 5000. Please don't do this the entire time. Okay, featuring... <laughs> I was about to stop. I was about to stop. Featuring you. a hut named... Who is he named, Matt? Frankie the Blue. Played by... Frankie. Frankie the Blue. I'm not like the hey, other I'm huts. Frankie the Blue. He's just, again, still like a character that we do on the show. But so much better because he's played by legendary... John DiMaggio. Awesome. Known for Futurama, Adventure Time, Rick and Morty, and so much more, who's not new to Star Wars either. He can be heard in Lego Star Wars All-Stars, streaming on Disney+. Plus. Um, so this is a low-key episode. We've got yep. Vranky is kind of ridiculous, but a lot of fun. He doesn't cross over into, you know, so silly, it's whatever. It also made me wonder why Jabba didn't have one of those chairs. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he makes a reference to Canto Bite. Which yep. was cool. He's got huge Kawaki and monkey lizards. Didn't know they could be that big as no guards. Idea. We've got, you know, Kaz the Spaz and the Aces make some bets, lose some bets, everything. They come out on top. And now, Matt, you're fully caught up now with, I'm with fully Resistance. Caught so up. you actually watched this I episode. I watched this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. It's just another kind of like standalone it's Resistance a low, episode. Yeah, it's a low stakes. Yeah, low stakes. I, I feel like this is all yep. kind of, this is happening kind of at the same time, theoretically, the Battle of Crate is happening. Yeah. So yeah. how this is, this is like happening at the same time luke skywalker is doing what he does <laughs> yeah, there yeah I'm when like, you actually do like the just maybe, yeah, cut between the two you know, the resistance <laughs> could kind of need you right now guys yeah. but by all means yeah. you know you have to get your races in well that's it's, the thing too is like this they, they definitely cram back in the racing yeah you know, like it's like we haven't raced in a while yeah. we need to race it's like do you though no you don't it's don't. like you were just dog fighting in the yeah. last episode for your life yes. but anyway yeah. it was it's a it's a fun episode i think we'll see frankie again do you yeah, think we'll see I frankie so. again uh, yeah i mean you don't cast joe uh, john dimaggio yeah i mean he's not quite Zero the Hut. Yeah, he's not like all the way to that degree. Yeah, which at a, in a future episode we will get to Zero the Hut. Don't yeah. worry about it. But anyway, the next episode will air on December eighth on Disney XD. It is called Kaz's Curse. I guess he's going to get cursed. It's feel, I feel like he already has a kind of a curse. Kaz, he's going to get yeah. more clumsy. Yeah, um, I was going to say is a, it, Kaz, not not <laughs> Christopher Sean, who does a great job, but Kaz himself. Yes. He's just. He's cast the spaz. Yeah. And it will bring back Sonara San, which I love because I love that character. Yep. Um, and it will also bring back Mika Gray, the space archaeologist, recent recruit. So check out the Star Wars channel on YouTube to see that preview. <laughs>
Going to sashay right into gaming now, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And if you're like me, you're going to sashay right down, then try and jump a rope and fall right down a hole. Now, are we all <laughs> still playing? As you slide playing? around on the ice and then yeah. can't make it like oh, 20 see, times in a row. I see you've, you've gone to Zepho. Oh, I have. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Oh, it's it's a terrible place. Horrible. I hate it. I'm having so much fun with the game, but I hate Zepho. I hate Zepho. I keep hitting points in the game where it's just like, I can't. And then yeah, I get well, lost, I, I and then I get yeah, frustrated, like, and then well, I have yeah. a headache, and then I have to take a break. Yeah, I, will, yeah, yeah. I will fully admit that Zepho was, I broke out the uh, the first walkthrough I could find yeah. Yeah, on yeah. my phone. Have yeah. you guys done that yet? Not yet, I but have. I'm, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm that guy. I am That's not, okay. I don't profess to be a gamer or whatever. Yeah. I just want to get. I'm just ha- here to have fun. These, I support I, I got to force push this yeah. giant ball. It's got to go yep. somewhere. It's flying over here. I'm like so I I have to I want more of the story. It's for oh, canon yeah. reasons. Yeah. It's for canon reasons I have to yeah. advance this. I'm actually playing in the like the story mode. Same. Like, so am I. And one. it's, yeah. it's you're like throw the stormtroopers yeah, at me. It's great. And I'm I'm pretty good yeah. against them. Yeah. I haven't again, I have not done it in combat yeah. at all. I have fallen down a hole a million I times. I can't even tell you how many times <laughs> I've fallen down a hole. Probably a billion times. It's like in real life and in this game. Anyway, um, but I will say, uh, tying into this game, the final installment of the tie-in comic called Dark Temple, the fifth and final uh, issue of that came out uh, Wednesday this past week. And now we, we, we already kind of knew how the comic tied in, but that comic is very much um, characters that we see in the game, not Cal Kestis, but two other characters, Cor- uh, Jedi son. Master Cordova, another one of your sons. I tried. And, he's a he's a trash. Son. And uh, <laughs> so they're in the comic, and that's it. Really, we see how that ties in. It's uh, I haven't finished reading the comic. I've just read a couple issues, but it is if you're enjoying the game and want a little more extra on the um on some of the characters, check that out. It's available right now, and that is going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Listener feedback was great and huge. As always, we had Shay Muse, apologies if I'm not saying that right, on iTunes, asked if we were taking on Padawans. And I said, well, technically, I'm not allowed. Um, well, he said Padawans. Padawans. Padawans, which I thought was very clever. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, ma- so if we maybe we can, if we have we, we any will, fans, we, we should refer to them as the Padawans. The job of the Padawans? Yeah, job of the Padawans. We will accept those according yeah, yeah, yeah. to... Yeah. Certain Jedi Masters that are dead that I won't mention. Um, I'm not allowed to take on Padawans anymore, but no one said anything about Jabba the Padawans. Yeah, Padawans. Jabba the Padawans. So yes, we, we would be honored. Um, can, he said, consider me one anyway. So we will, and you are. iTunes comments also came from Dax Darko, Delp5117, Corky J. Dot, Cal ii420 i'm not sure if i'm saying that right either i'm sorry and so many more thank you all on twitter we had chris karn a listener and friend of the show reached out on twitter with the notion that he he had an interesting theory he said taking off the helmet never putting it back on again first off that could be metaphorical he also brought up the notion that this could be a thing with this particular clan or house of mandos that it might not be all mandos oh that's just and i hadn't really thought about it that way we also had zan bonisto uh tweeted and he asked if we were getting if we any of us were getting a lone wolf and cub feel from the show and i tweeted back we very much are very much are absolutely we are um but thank you so much for listening and for commenting we read all of it we just can't get to all of it in this episode but eventually we will but thank you so much it is so very much appreciated thank you thank you thank you thank you everyone
Okay, now final thoughts. Matt, you had a very interesting final thought. Yeah, final thought. Um, I uh, just wanted to talk about uh, this play uh, that was recently performed in Japan, adapting parts of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi in the style of Japanese kabuki theater, which was like... Fascinating. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a really fun watch. You went to Japan to watch I it in went person. To Japan. They only I, did it one night. I took the Star Binger. No, we, well, of, yeah, well, of yeah. course, Disney filmed it. Yes, because yes. of course they did. Yeah, Disney filmed it. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Like I said, it's it's fascinating how it's adapted and you know picking out you know what they're performing from the movies. It's it's really great. I yeah. think you should check it out. And especially if you're a fan of Kabuki, which a yeah. lot of our listeners are. Absolutely. Actually, I have no idea if they are or not. Yeah. But it is a fascinating art form, a theatrical form. Yes. It's and if you love Star Wars, it's come on. Yeah. It's it's, it's awesome. putting those two great tastes and putting them together. It yep. cannot possibly be beat. Caitlin, final thoughts. Uh, my final thought is that I really hope we get more really cool, weird guest stars that we're not expecting. Yeah. Because we know... Of, like a, a, akin uh, to Amy Sedaris. Akin, akin to Amy Sedaris. Because we knew along the line that we were going to get Ming-Na Wen. Yeah. Uh, we were just waiting for that. We were waiting for Gina Carano for so long. But now we have chances that we're going to see people that we did they not know. They can literally go to anyone and be like, do you want to be in Star oh, Wars? And yeah. they're like... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've been approached multiple times. Yes. I'm just waiting for the right yeah. character. Well, yeah. Who, who, out of the blue, don't, three, two, one, who do you want? Don't think. First person that just popped in your head. Tina Censoring Fey. yourself. One, two, three, Caitlin. Uh, don't well, censor. now I'm just thinking about don't people censor. associated with Tina you, Fey. You just thought of somebody. <laughs> no, I didn't. You did. I could hear it. You're well, censoring. Of course, you went to Tina Fey, so my mind went, went Amy Poehler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. Why not? They would be great together. I'm watching yeah. that Making It show. Also, yeah. we get that on yeah. the Star Binger with, with her and Nick <laughs> yes. Offerman. And I thought while watching that, I'm like, I want them both in The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking, who would be great in a new holiday special? Yeah. Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. And why not Tina Fey and the Coen brothers sure. for that matter? You know? I don't know why and, I went to Tina Fey okay. anyway. What was yeah. the, who's the... I always forget their names, but the announcer in Phantom Menace. Fode who, and Bede? Fode and Bede. Oh, yeah. What if uh, Amy oh. and, and Tina... Here we, here we got Amy Poehler new... and Tina Fey. <laughs> no, but just, they are well, voicing they a, the new, yeah. a new... And they do a Golden Globe style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's, what, where, what arena they'd be doing that in, but I, I am sign me up right I now. I am sure Tina and Amy are listening. Listen. Guys. Frankie the Hut is going to hire him. Frankie the Blue. <laughs> Frankie Blue. I'm sorry. Frankie oh the God. Blue. Now we, now we piss the Hut plan ah, off even more. All right. Final sorry. thought for me. Now, some <laughs> listeners have written thinking that we're just a Mandalorian recap show. And one of my friends in real life is, oh, that's too bad. That I, I like the show. It's too bad once Mandalorian's done for the season, you guys will be done. Oh, you and thought. I was. Um, yeah. We're not done. And he he actually said, you know, there's a little movie coming up you might want to discuss. He's listened to one episode of our show, and I said, which <laughs> does uh, he think we're not going to talk about yeah. Rise of Skywalker so, on our Star Wars? So podcast? this is this is for you, Kevin. Um, look, <laughs> when Mando is done, we're not done. That's not the case. Now we're discussing Mando right now because it's on, it's new, and it's so hot right now. Yep. You know, so uh, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. But we're going to discuss the hell out of Rise of Skywalker once we've seen it. We have to see it first. We're going to get at least three episodes out of that. We have so many plans for next year, assuming the Huts pick us up for season two. And, you know, and they keep hiding us from the First Order. But, I mean, despite their threats and obvious bluffing, they are going to do because come on. So to paraphrase Han Solo, we're not going anywhere. Worry not, listeners. We're not going anywhere. We're all going to be around for a long, long time. Oh, come on. Uh, reading multiple Star Destroyers. They have us in the track. 
This is Inspector Major General Sakrin of the First Order. Power down and prepare to be boarded, or we will destroy you. I've got this. Don't worry about it. You will release your tractor beam and let us go. We are not the ship you're looking for. Open fire. That's about right. Do we have any guns on this ship? Brian got rid of them to make room for all his bits. Oh, God, of course he did. Those are quality bits. We won't last long like this. Hold together, baby. Hear me? I got an idea. Aim the cannon cannon right at the lead ship and shout some of your precious cannon. Strictly speaking, that is not how the cannon is supposed to be used. Uh, whatever. Calcus's Jedi Master was a Lusat. Uh, Ben Solo was almost killed by a malfunctioning culinary droid when he was very young. Uh, Imperials used Wookiee slaves for the most dangerous jobs while building the Death Star. C-3PO's gonna get his memories back. That was a hot take, you sh-covered father broomstick. Wow! Excuse me, your worship. You hug your mother with that mouth? The incompetence here is blowing my damn mind. That did it. We're out of the tractor beam. Swinging her around. Uh, Captain Romano, if I may, we have not properly programmed the naval computer and... No time. Punch it. Really bad feeling about... I think uh, we're clear. I think that did it. Oh, except for the fact that they can track us through hyperspace, which you would know if you watched Last Jedi more than one time. All right, all right. How did they sneak up on us like that? Is the radar dish high on Spotchka? It's not my fault. Doing the best here. Good job. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. Um, uh, Unless we get blown up, which is a serious possibility, uh, we'll be back next week where we will be breaking down Chapter 6 of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. We'll also have Resistance Roundup news and everything else. Our countdown to the Rise of Skywalker series of episodes also begins next week, where we break down every film in the Skywalker saga with some guests from the Sci-Fi Wire staff. If you're already subscribed to our channel, then all of this will just pop up automatically. There's no need for you to do anything. If you aren't subscribed, please subscribe. You may also get our special Life Day Surprise, which we recorded last week before all this happened. So who knows? That may come out tomorrow. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to us on social media if you so choose. Caitlin, you can be found where? I can be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Matt, you can be found where? You can find me at at Matt Romano on Twitter. M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. Oh my force alive. This ship is going to kill us all. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N S as in Skywalker I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you, especially in situations like these. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give us five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a chibi. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Hey, hey, watch out! This is the way we have spoken. Hi, Carrie. Please fulfill your destiny. 